0: So there you have it. there you have it. That's me again trying a different intro, a more energetic intro, a more fast pace, fast pace um, um more more similar to a fast pace, life and environment. you know that's what I'm doing here now. that's this kind of energy, this kind of like Wolf of Wall Street energy. That's what I'm doing. So I have everything in front of me here. Uh, seems like I got some criticism about my my cadence and, and all down. On no, it's just I, I listen to it sometimes. Um, I'm, I'm very happy with the information, but what puts me off it's uh, how it doesn't sound like a podcast sometimes. You know, it's, it's some dude on the on the brink of death sometimes. <laughs> which I, I might have been during the time that I was doing the podcast, they are being published uh, right now, so yeah, I might have been very close to something like that. Uh, but not anymore uh, in terms of what's... This is definitely old. Okay, give me just a second. I'll be back in a minute. No, that's all good. Uh, apparently, I just uh, lost some some new records that I was updating this this list with the list that's the the well of of um um, expression of human expression which is the babbling bangers well you know it's uh it's a wishing well sometimes i have put mainly freddie gibbs on on the list uh, very recently, but maybe that got lost because I didn't save it or something like that. No, definitely that's the case. I don't know why I wouldn't be saving it. I remember vividly saving it. But yeah, I've been enjoying very much the, the work of Freddie Gibbs, the, the rapper from um, Virginia maybe, I think. He is, I don't know. It's, it's something is costy. Um, nearby, New York, somewhat, somewhat, but he's all over the place, right? He's, anyway, I'll, I'll get to him when I get to talk about him, because it's like, for sure, like four albums really, really strong on my my, my listening habits as of lately. Um, Shadow of a Doubt, Pinata, Bandana, and Freddie. So three very strong ones there. Right? three projects, very not very distinct ones, because you have Madlib uh, producing two of those, but you have a more gangster approach, a more dark approach with with um, Shadow of a Doubt. You know, no pun. It, it, it's in the title. It's dark, and Freddie. It's a more like you know appetizer sort of thing. I think it's a very good entry point actually to his discography because it's his most uh, trap oriented. Sort of beat style, and the man is just on, you know, on fire, on point every single time, every single track. He's a bla- embarrassing. Uh, what, what how you say it? Uh, embarrassment of riches. That 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 man. So have a listen to Freddie Gibbs. That's a, a more broad recommendation because he is really changing my life. <laughs> Uh, in terms of rap might be one of the best rappers out there uh if not yeah it's probably it's probably body of work wise is probably one of the best yes, so okay, let's keep going let's generate this thing one 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 eight two, and it is Fiona apple. Which I believe that besides besides Grimes, this is the probably the second uh lady singer songwriter that I talk about. Uh and and one that I'm always meaning to all oh, boy genius obviously uh has ladies in it. It's very lady oriented and Grimes as well and Taylor Swift. Okay, so I go all over I go all over styles, and and uh, I do like my ladies when they when they sing like a bird, right? Um, what can be said about Fiona Apple? I think she's she pretty much a very high class singer songwriter. Is one of those um, one of those artists that releases music not very uh, often right Her albums are a few years apart Not a few years but maybe six five or six years apart each uh, Takao 96 and then you have 99 the second one uh, then you have 2005 another one the third and this one here the I love Will And then it goes on right because it's a giant uh it's a giant title it it, it's 2012 so and then she has um the most recent one which is 2020 or 21 i believe it's 2020 Um, and okay what can be said about the style about what probably are the influences of Fiona apple um w- what I know to be true about her career is that she came onto the picture very, very young. Um she was featured in in s- some movies or very heavily on MTV at the time. So in ninety six with with her first album, which it's not called Tikal. Tikal it's uh it's it's the Method Man one. What's the name? anyway is her first album where she looks very very pale and with with the blue eyes on the on the cover you know she has very very piercing blue eyes you can you can say um, very very beautiful lady by the way I in my opinion one of the one of the, one of the most beautiful ones in in, in, in music history I think I think songwriters she, she looks like a model she could be at least um, exactly that but what appeared to be the case with her is that she got thrown into the industry in a very young age probably at 22 23 maybe um that's pretty young to she, be receiving accolades you know from the from the especially the music industry which is a snake pit so in terms of you know um uh, record companies and, and managers and that sort of thing she i, I think that she had some some issues with that probably I had to change labels or whatever. So this album and the first album are the ones that I'm most familiar with. I know that the, the twenty twelve I don't know how to say years sometimes two thousand twelve one. It's a it's very percussive based. So it has like in a way she partners herself with a particular group of musicians that tailors the sound like she wants to, right? Uh, that's usually how it goes, but she pairs herself with like very particular sort of people. So instead of maybe having some session musicians, that obviously she does, but she has some sessions, more session musicians that are more specialized. So you have passages, and you have, like, in the composition of this particular record, you have passages of, like, heavy percussion and 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 things that, you know, they, they, they linger more with those okay. sorts of things, with drums and, and percussion. So, and thematically, I do believe as well she was going through a divorce uh, with Jonathan Ames, famous for, not really famous, but known for the series uh, Bored to Death on HBO, which I watched it at the time and watched it recently as well. Cause it was very nostalgic to me to see. Um, uh, and I love Jason Schwartzman and, and that dancing and you know, Zach Galifianakis and, and it's just great to see those, those, um, young actors at the time, No, not Jason Schwartzman at, at this case, but you know, they were not established. Uh, especially Galfinakis, which is interesting to see him on a on a supporting role, uh, like playing the friend, right? Which he might have, might be playing to this day. Anyway, so and then you have kind of a divorce, kind of like a breakup, amicable, amicable sort of. You know, we, we know that we don't work out, but you know, we 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 saw. We saw a lot on each other, you know. We're very interesting people, and that sort of thing, right? So the album has that underlying theme as well. So let me just grab the full title of the record, so that we can make some sense of what she was trying to to accomplish in terms of themes. Um, and I'll get back to potential potential um, influences and and that's something my come up it's called title not Tikau. it's called title yeah I, 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 a little bit of a confusion there so the idler will is wiser than the driver of the screw and whipping cords will serve you more than ropes will ever do okay so it's a poet it's a poem in and of itself right right there so um it has a lot of improvised Jazz. It has a lot of improvised percussion, sort of feeling to it. Um, She is a very intense uh, singer-songwriter in her delivery, so she always gets very, very high and powerful emotions as as a singer, and she utilizes her voice to really break the. You know, she really just belts the emotion away. So she's really good at that as well. Um, she, I wouldn't say she's an acquired taste because I don't really put her her, her music there in that experimental of a shelf, you know. But she is definitely very. Um, she is that meal that you have like once a month, you know. It's not once a year. It's not every ten years, but. You know, like some musicians might might be. Uh, But it's once a month that you get there, you get your Fiona Apple, you know, no pun intended with the food-related language there. But um, you get your Fiona Apple, and then you just get like a a punch through a wall of like really intense songwriting, really intense um, emotions being put on the page, you know, very, very similar to or oh maybe Joanna Joanna Newsom. it's it's a meal that you get once a year, yeah. you know? Uh, the famous harpist and folk singer songwriter. Um, also married to someone involved in comedy, in this case Andy Sandberg Sandberg, uh, the the Lone Island SNL guy, the my dick in a box and, and, and that sort of thing. He did Brooklyn nine Brooklyn, whatever, the name of that series. There is a parallel there, right? Very, very idiosyncratic, very, very robust, poetic, emotionally intense, uh, modern folk with inclinations of classical music with like avant-garde, jazz, and 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 some blues put into the middle there as well. Obviously she's very much influenced by blues. Let me just get a little bit more info here in terms of what can be said in regards regards to her influence. I I, I think of Johnny Mitchell, I think of like contemporaries from the eighties and the nineties like Tori Amos and um Lise Fair, uh the whole Indie pop, um, uh, Django pop movement from the 80s and 90s as well. Um, Let me see, like country music also very heavily involved by them, folk, folk rock more specifically, like the branch of folk that brings a lot from from country music, Uh, singer songwriters of the same cloth Lucinda Williams and Gillian Welsh would be a very, very, very credible uh, examples of, of of what she would be influenced by. So I'm looking at the influences here, and yeah, clearly uh, you have Jenny Mitchell, you have Chrissy, Chrissy Hine, which I believe is the lady from The Runaways, um, you have Billy Holiday for some reason. You know, I, I, again, the soul, kind of blues, jazzy influence as well. A lot of it was from Bob Dylan, from Kate Bush, from Jeff Buckley. So all of those artists that I'm... Suzanne Vega, uh, all of those... Uh, or Vega, maybe, I don't know. Uh, all of those artists that I'm listing, it's like... It helps you to... If you know any of them, of course, helps you to paint a picture of whatever the hell this lady is doing, Right? Uh, it's a mixture of a punk rock energy with a lyrical folk sensibility, uh, with a blues things to it as well, and also a very intense uh, delivery in the voice, reminiscent of the jazz singers like Nina Simone, Billie Holiday, Sarah Vaughan, and that sort of thing. And experimental, like experimental, like Kate Bush you know so she is really like a like a a convergence point of all of those influences and she takes her time to put those influences into play and to really have each record as a unique statement artistically from her Um, taking the time it's it's King to a movie sometimes you know because the movie takes usually three or four years to 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 produce so it's it's a very well made well marinated sing sing um songwriting process that she that she has and it does pay off because every single album that she released as far as I can remember uh, and this one was the first one that i that i um followed I was following her. As, as an artist, when that one got released, all of them smashed the smashed the patriarchy, you know. In terms of, uh, they let the patriarchy know what's good, right? And famously, Fetch the boat cut us in twenty twenty, got like a ten a ten rating on on Pitchfork, which is like never happens think that very rarely that that's the case. And I don't know, maybe it was a pandemic. Like m- m- like the munchies that we got for meaning during the pandemic, maybe that maybe that was it. You know, oh I need we need a masterpiece to latch on to, you know. Um but anyhow it's it's a very good album, the the last one that she did, uh Fetch the ball, Cut Us. Um so imagine like Fiona Apple as being the Frank Ocean, but way more prolific, right? The Frank Ocean of uh female singer songwriting, bluesy, folky, other alternative weirdo from 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 New York, probably. I think that she's New York and yeah. Is she? Typing with just one hand. I think you're gonna get good at that eventually, right? Yeah, obviously, New York. So also have that New York feeling. Uh, I would suspect that because the the series that, that, that her ex boyfriend did, or maybe even ex-husband, it's very, very New York based and centered. So obviously she's the New Yorkian. and she has that angst. and and ruggedness to to her. She wouldn't be from from L.A., not at all, or the South. And it's New York has been the conversions point that it is, you know. It's uh, also interesting in terms of her influences. uh, Highlights, in terms of the track listing, listing, probably say they all blend together. But, um, every, I mean, the whole album, it's great. Hot Knife, I will probably say, is the best, the best song, song, uh, like the way that the harmonies are, are utilized. Uh, she also, she, she likes the, 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 the very molecular, sort of approach to producing, in the sense that, and why I say that, I'm going to explain, um, she likes a particular element of voice, of, of, Of um, of a sample or of an instrument, so she likes to to double that, and she likes to play around with that particular element as being the foundation of the overall production. So everything that comes after, it's a you know it's built upon maybe. A single harmony or, or non-harmony, a single melody, that's being propagated. So it's it's it can leave the impression that it's a very bare-boned sort of production, and this album specifically is it's it's duty of that, but not really, right? Because it's it, you don't fill things up just because you need to fill them up, right? It's it, you you you. You have that single element as the driving force, and you're gonna notice now with the with, with the track Daredevil specifically, because I think it starts with the with a heavy with a heavy percussion, or at least a section divided for that, and then the the piano comes in, and then you have the more normal normal music arrangement language there. But that's sort of what I mean by molecular, you know, even though that phrase was a little bit too I don't know you tell me I'm not sure of the 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 quiz over the 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 episode that will be what you think about the molecular <laughs> the molecular uh, analogy what is molecular in music right uh, jazz have that capacity. It uses like one instrument to and the other ones come. You know, you always have something at the forefront in jazz, especially improvised jazz, which is like oh, they, people can play it together, but eventually, you know, something rises to the top, and then the other ones maybe serve as as a as a as a bed there. Right? That's why you that's why you call the bass and. The, the drums the kitchen right because the other ones can can flourish and she utilizes the kitchen a lot very bass heavy and very drum heavy album as well having the sense of having that as well Uh, having that a lot not heavy in terms of uh, the intensity of loudness of it so really intense really awesome record actually I, I, I was planning on catching up to mm-hmm. some on Apple uh, in the in the recent past. I, I, I didn't because I've been listening to Fred Gibbs so much. You know, it it, it takes a lot of, of your time. And that's it. Um, more more personal notes, maybe about how the podcast might be doing or not doing. I've been noticing some some viewers from very listeners right from some weird places there I have like in, someone from Belgium seems to be listening to it a lot I hope that you understand everything I'm saying uh in the United states a lot of like cities from the United states are, are tuning in I'm not sure why is there it's it's very strange cause, uh, it's very strange still I mentioned that last episode right that I had someone uh, some someone or maybe multiple people listening from a particular city in Virginia that it shows up there. I anyway. I again I thank you for I thank you for doing this. <laughs> it's uh, I hope that the albums hold up and I hope that you know you get some enjoyment out of at least listening to it afterwards. Yeah, I hope that. You, uh, I hope that you're not just listening just to laugh at me or whatever. No, that's not the case at all. I know that. Okay? You're not laughing at me, I know. Or well, you can laugh as well. It's fine. Uh, uh, laughter is the best medicine. Okay. Thank you a lot, my dear, that's listening, my dear listener. And uh, yep, yeah, see you next one.